0: Today is a new day, a day to start over, try again, choose something different. The past no longer constricts. The past is now the stepping stone that uplifts. You refuse to settle for a life less than one you love. You may not be sure how you're going to get where you want to go, but that's okay. You're willing to trust that you'll figure it out. You're ready to break free and move forward. Live a life you didn't know existed because you now choose to write your own story. My name is Kim O'Neill, and on Every Day is a New Day, we'll explore topics that remind you just how amazing you already are. You really are. And that you have infinite possibilities awaiting you. Always we'll hear from really awesome guests and how they got through challenging times in life. And we'll combine the secular with the spiritual, releasing the stigma and choosing to step into all of who we are as we reclaim those missing pieces. The game of life isn't over yet. It's just beginning. Welcome All right, and welcome to the show. You are listening to Every Day Is a New Day, and I am your host, Kim O'Neill. So happy to be here with you as always. And i you know, we're gonna get the show started in just a moment here, but I want to make two announcements. So the first one, I'm so giddy excited about. This show is now on iTunes. Do you have iTunes? If you don't, it's super easy. You can just go download it, um, put it onto your computer or onto your cell phone and just do a search for every day is a new day and you can find the show there. And so I'm so super excited about that. Check it out, you know, it's it's free to download. It's free to just listen to it. And if you like the show, go ahead and leave us a comment or some stars, something of that sort and I'd love to hear from you. So. And if you want to just, yes, reach out to me, you can go to either Kim O'Neill and O'Neill is O-N-E-I-L-L, or you can email me at Kim O'Neill at Outlook.com. And again, that's K-I-M-O-N-E-I-L-L at Outlook.com. And one more announcement this summer, I am going to be one of four coaches going on a youth leadership program. Uh, we're putting on a youth leadership program where we're taking 28th to 12th graders to India. And this is a fantastic opportunity for kids to not only just gain experience um, and broaden their horizons, of course, develop their own leadership skills, make new friends and all of that, but a fantastic experience for them to be able to put on their college applications. And so we are right now in this period where we are accepting applications. So if you have or know an 8th grader, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grader who would be interested in something like this, go ahead and send an email to GoldenGateGRP at Outlook.com. And so again, that's GoldenGateGRP at Outlook.com. And just wanted to share that because this is a fantastic opportunity you wouldn't want to miss. And with that said, we're going to get straight to our guest. So today's show, we're talking about accepting all of who you are. And I'm really excited to talk to Calvin Witcher on this subject. Calvin Witcher, let me share with you a little bit about him. You know, usually when I read people's bios, I just kind of like take out the nuts and bolts and share with you, you know, all their amazing, amazing accomplishments um, and sort of my summarized version. But he has such a well-written bio. I'm just going to read it to you verbatim. So Calvin Witcher is an internationally recognized prophetic voice. He's a number one best-selling author teacher and spiritual crusader that has coached celebrities teachers doctors therapists executives and individuals seeking clarity he's known for his bold and integrative approach to spirituality and he calls all to freedom and the soul's highest calling as a gifted counselor and speaker the core of Calvin's message is helping others find clarity through challenge crisis and change, transcending socioeconomic and denominational barriers. His message resonates among people from every walk of life. Calvin, his products and programs have been featured on Success Magazine, iTunes Top 30 Spiritual Video Podcasts, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon.com, just to name a few. And with a face undaunted by the task at hand, this husband, father, and mentor is the prophetic voice to a progressive generation. Today, as a much-in-demand speaker and proclaimer of inclusivity and interfaith— Calvin continues to fulfill his mission to radically heal and transform lives. And if you'd like to find out more about Calvin, you can go to his website at CalvinWitcher.com. And his last name is W-I-T-C-H-E-R, CalvinWitcher.com. So, with that said, welcome to the show, Calvin.
1: Thank you so much, Kim. I am so delighted to be here speaking with you and um, having your readers listening and your listeners with us. Absolutely. Thanks. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, what I love... So, I don't know if you had some time to take a look at the show. Um, you know, every day is a new day <laughs> here on BBS. It's. I just recently transitioned my previous show over to this station and sort of switched it up a little bit. But what I love about... Your mission is it's very much in alignment with what my mission is, and that's helping people to move through. You you talk about finding clarity through those challenges and their crisis so that they can move forward, and I just love you because that's what this show is about and about incorporating spirituality into that. So this is just going to be amazing speaking with you today.
1: (laughs) I I am so looking forward to it, and anything goes tonight, it's going to be really fun, and yes, I... I did have a chance to look at your website and all of your wonderful tools and resources at um, Kim O'Neill Coaching. And you're right, the radio station is absolutely in congruence and alignment with what we're both doing. So I'm happy to be a part of that that flow tonight. Uh,
0: awesome. Well, so as I just said, like I love I love that you are – I see that you're like on the cutting edge of of a conversation that our whole world. <laughs> and I don't feel like that's stretching it. I feel like that's accurate. It's not
1: stretching at all.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. So you already know what I'm saying here. That you're 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 very much on the cutting edge of this conversation and really, you know, stretching outside of our comfort zone and saying, you know what, we're gonna take it there this time. And 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 I love that about you. And
1: you're right. Uh, I mean, it is such a interesting time with what um, I think we're all going through. Um, you know, I love even your intro talks about you're blending the secular and the spiritual. And um, everything I view in life, I, I view from that, that integrative or that balanced lens that sometimes we're kind of in the world and sometimes we're kind of uh, otherworldly <laughs> um, as well. Yeah. And we have, we're we going through so many changes politically and um socioeconomically, and um, people are starting to expand their their minds on so many different levels that um, I I believe we're in a really great um, transition on so many different levels. So helping people to find clarity through the midst of that, I believe, is uh, probably one of the missing ingredients of our time. And those people that, like yourself, that can really maximize that and learn how to find meaning throughout that transition we're going to be the ones that really help people to thrive in the midst of troubling um times. So absolutely it's a great time for many different reasons. So yeah.
0: Yes. Well, in I think you use an excellent word. You use the word transition. And I love that because a lot of people um are sort of caught up in oh no, you know, this is kind of like like the ending, and it, it can be the ending, yes, the ending of, of, of I don't even want to really define it, but sure, there's an ending, but we're moving into something else, and it's going to be better than ever, because we're going to make it to be better than ever, and I see us, so I, I love that you use that word, we're transitioning into the new, into something new.
1: Mm-hmm, and, and the, I love that, you're right, I love that word, too, because um, I started using that word, really, spirit started speaking um, to me and through me to use that word for the last couple of years now. That, and really, it's just to understand that we're always in transition. There's never a time, at least mm-hmm. as long as you're breathing <laughs> and in this existence, that you're not going to be in transition. Um, and sometimes those transitions are uh, troubles and sometimes they're triumphs. Um, and those people that I find that are really successful spiritually and socially and otherwise. Or people that learn how to uh, really make master um, make a master that that change that we all go through—it's just inevitable. Yeah.
0: absolutely. Yeah, you know you're right, and that goes right to our subject today that we were um, we were going to focus on about accepting all of who you are. And you know, as like before every show, I just think about the topic and and think you know what mm. what comes up for me when I think about this subject, and I was realizing. I mean, first off, we know that, that change is just <laughs> inevitable and things are continually evolving, but yes. when we think, when we think of accepting all of who we are, it's not just like a one shot, you know, one, a one time thing, you don't just, oh, accept yourself now in this moment and then you're good for the rest of your life. Like we mm-hmm. are constantly evolving and yes. there's yeah. g- going to continue to be things that, you know, like, oh, wait, maybe I, you know, maybe I could stand to accept this portion of myself or, you know, the Like We may have to do it a few times. That's something that I noticed as I was thinking about this.
1: Absolutely, you're right. And the topic of transition has everything to do with um, becoming and accepting and even understanding more of who you are. I have found that, um, and I've been in this space of spirituality for easily over 20 years, and um, I have seen pretty uh, consistently that when we go through change, all of us, when we go through change, we tend to forget. We tend to forget the times that We had those triumphs. We also tend to stress ourselves out in the midst of change. And then consequently, we tend to put up these barriers. And um, through a lot of those changes, we forget um, who we are, what our purpose is, what we love to do, what fulfills us. And I found that um, a lot of my mission is really helping people um, to reclaim that power that we've forgotten or lost. So, yeah, absolutely. Becoming who we are is... um, sometimes not necessarily something we discover, but, um, we redefine for ourselves at every stage because we're not the same person, you know, who, who you were yesterday is not who you are today. And becoming all of who you are is accepting that we had some times in our past that probably just honestly sucked. (laughs) Um, we have some things also in our past that were absolutely great. And, going through those transitions and um, helping people and, you know, going through it ourselves is really about accepting that process um, fully and wholly. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's within just that, that statement, accepting all of who you are, it requires you first to know who you are. And if -hmm. you haven't ever really explored that for yourself, then it can be so easy to let someone else's labels or, you know, someone else's assumptions or judgments about us to just become our identity. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, when you think about this <laughs> subject, accepting all of who, who you are, like, what what came up for you? Can you think of, like, are there times in your life that really stood out for you when this is something that you had to deal with?
1: You know, it really is. And I, I really find that the, the concept and um, the under, the, really the, the principle of, Accepting who you are really goes down to identity, and I think identity is really twofold. Um, I think one is acceptance. I think the other one is really understanding um, throughout Mm -hmm. the process. Um, Those of you that follow, you know, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross and the stages of um, death and dying, she talks about this whole process that whenever we experience grief um, or a loss of a loved one, we eventually get to this place of uh, she called acceptance or understanding. I have found that a lot of the identity process really comes down to that is I think part is accepting and then understanding really who we are, you know, everything we've gone through, how that has shaped us, everything that we're seeking um, and striving towards, what that really means and understanding how we fit. In the midst of that, um, I know with myself, that has been um, definitely an evolving <laughs> process. Um, I have often said, and you know, again, maybe a little um on the end of spirituality for some people but i believe that when we came into this existence that we uh or actually before we came into this earthly existence that we we came here with a purpose we came here very focused and then in the process of birthing we somehow forgot um and maybe some of that was the trauma of the experience of, of the stress um but then the rest of our life is and is this process and journey of accepting the remembering and understanding um, what it is we're here to do. And uh, it's interesting because even myself, I um, have gone through so many uh, dips and changes and I've worked in professional spaces and um, I, I owned a restaurant at one time. and um, Yeah, I just have gone through so many life changes in and of itself. And uh, with where I am right now, I feel that and I know that I've always been here. Now, the mm. difference is I have not always been here. I've not always accepted the space. I've not always even understood it. And so now it's been a process of staying in that flow of evolving understanding and evolving acceptance. And I find that a lot of people are in that place, or they could be in that place if they just allow it. Um, So maybe, (laughs) even before we get to the level of acceptance, we have to get to a place of allowing uh, ourselves to feel happy, allowing ourselves to um, really own who we are I know for myself, that was a lot of of getting to the, where I am now. is really allowing myself to be happy, allowing myself to be defined by my own rules. You mentioned that earlier. Um, and I, I'm not sure you see that you're a coach as well, and you do many mm-hmm. things. And um, I understand that you're also a certified law of attraction coach. And you see that um, all the time, I'm sure, with your clients, where a lot of what you're working with other people is really – um, asking them to give themselves permission to allow the process to occur and yes. then accept it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that that word allow, man, there becomes so many times when, um, you know, maybe the word I'm trying to do something or I'm going to make this happen or, you know, there are other terms that we use and really it's not about f- applying force. It's about just allowing, about just being, just Just accepting things. And I love earlier, you know, you mentioned, yeah, all the, you know, I have many different um, professional roles that I currently take on and you do as well. But like for me, and and I think this goes, I, I would say for all of us, like who I am is not the same as what I do. Now yes. there may, you know, there. I mean, there may be an alignment, and there may be like, you know, you know, I'm fueled by my passions, and that bleeds mm-hmm. right into like why I do some of the things that I do. But I, like, if even if I weren't doing any of those things, whether it's a job <laughs> I love or a job I don't love, it's you yes. know, I am still me. I am not what I do.
1: Yes, absolutely. I, it's so funny because I know there's this huge portion in self-development and sometimes in spirituality where uh, people feel like they, they have to be defined by one thing. And um, yeah. I, I tend to stretch the, um, that philosophy a little bit because I believe that we're all made in the, um, in the divine image um, of God. And so I, I tend to say a lot of times that how can you define God and um, how can you define spirit and the, the, the divine and the things that are unknown? And if we are made in that image, then you are not, you also are not defined by one thing. So even with myself, I tend to tell people I'm a very multi-passionate person um, under, the, uh, under the umbrella and theme of spirituality. So uh, sometimes that spirituality takes um, the approach of a smile or paying for someone's coffee at Starbucks. So oh, I love it's that. Um, uh, sometimes humanitarian relief. Sometimes that theme of spirituality shows up in life coaching. And sometimes it shows up in teaching and preaching or writing a book. And sometimes it shows up in parenting. Um, and that's all my thing. So yes, I have one theme that I flow in um, all the time, but it shows up in different places. <laughs> oh, I love that,
0: Calvin. No, okay, so let me ask you, Calvin, have you always seen yourself as um, as being a spiritual person or you know being strongly connected to your own spirituality?
1: I will say yes. And I will say the times that I lost sight of that is when I lost sight of myself and my mission. And, you know, I experienced the, um, the very common emotions that many people experience, frustration, feelings of being lost, um, hopelessness, um, insecurities. And I always felt that when I wasn't, I'll say, in alignment with, with that spiritual self of me, you know, while, while I believe we're all spiritual. In essence, I don't believe we're all spiritual in our path um, at the same time. So Uh with me, I know a lot of mine was always getting back on the path, getting back on the path. So even when I had a restaurant, it it was always a matter of, is this what feeds my soul? (laughs) Is this what feeds my? It makes me fulfilled? And while we all can do many things, I I think we all should focus on that which helps to feed us uh, or feed our soul. And that generally works the best. So, no, so I haven't always. Um, I've always felt spiritual and been spiritual, um, and always heard that calling, but I always haven't listened. <laughs> and that's that's a fun <laughs> lesson to learn to to not do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's yeah, that's a great way to put it. Haven't always listened because I agree. It's I would say only in the last like four or five years have I felt like I've actually been sharing. You know my or, you know, are displaying, how should I phrase it, you know, allowing my spiritual side to be seen, and yet I've yeah. known my entire life. I've been um, connected to it in some way, but I just yeah. wasn't fully, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, well, it's a really interesting thing. Like I say, I believe we're all spiritual in essence, but not all spiritual in expression. You know, yeah. I, I think that my expression of spirituality it looks like what I do, which is, Um, Mm. Very prophetic, as I call it. Uh, Some people would say intuitive, psychic, um, clairvoyant side of things. Um, And it shows up with life coaching when I need to work a little bit more one-on-one with people. And I love teaching. I I, I honestly do. I I love being in spiritual centers and the atmosphere and the music and that collective community uh, feeds my soul. But I'm a a good old church boy, too. So um, (laughs) I, I, I ran from that for a long time as well. Um, <laughs> but, but then I will say the beauty about the space right now, and I know you know this feeling, is that when you're doing what you're called to do, it feels like you're home. Yes. And that's, I always go back to that feeling like, does this feel home? Um, and if it doesn't feel like home, I start relocating very, very quickly.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. how,
1: so? But, to relocate?
0: How do you do that? How do you relocate?
1: That's that's really good. No one's ever really asked me that. I um I love that. Um, I'll say it this way. I have always had um very very strong giftings um in what I call the prophetic, which is being able to hear things, see things. I, I um I know that spirit speaks to me, and um that's always been the case as young as I can remember. And the earliest memories are around eight or so, um, eight years oh, old. Wow. And so, um. When I haven't been on that um, ownership, that path of ownership, um, I, I know it very quickly. My my body suffers, my mental fortitude <laughs> suffers, mm. the income generally suffers, um, relationships suffer. And so I have um, learned to um, see the signs there. So um, okay. I'm a firm believer that when um, spirit directs, the spirit also provides the resources. And those are financial, those are uh, fulfillment, those are happiness and a lot of other things. And so one of the ways I um, I relocate is almost like people when they're looking for a new place to live, they go shopping. They go looking around in different oh. neighborhoods, different communities, they talk to the property manager and they say, "Hey, can you show me a space and they start envisioning how their right. furniture would be in that. Uh, I do the same thing. So um, sometimes I'll say, where do I want to spiritually relocate? You know, do I feel like I want to use my um, prophetic gifting one-on-one with people? And uh, I'll try that out for a little bit. It's like, mm, I like it, don't like it. Or I like working with a particular type of, of people. So it, I call that relocating. Um, oh, I love I'll it. To, yeah, it's really interesting. And I, I have found that, it, at least for me, um, and I use this sometimes with my clients, when we're working on spiritual things, that it works a lot like when you're looking for an apartment or a home, you kind of know. You you know, it's very it's really yeah. interesting. You also know when you don't know, and I think that's where a lot of people run into problems, at least in spiritual development. Where it's like a house or an apartment, you kind of have that feeling, and it wasn't quite what you wanted, but you settled, and you you know, you're like, oh, well, I could just learn to be content, and that's generally a recipe for Discontentment <laughs> actually um, is saying, "Oh well, I'll make it work." And right. your, your calling is not something you make work; it's something that you you fit in, you flow in, you you live in. Um, it, it, it is you. Um, so I generally always say, "Go with your gut" in that relocation process. So if you you know go somewhere and it connects with you, and it your spirit and soul says that's it, then trust that and. Most of the time, people go wrong when they just don't trust that gut reaction. I call it spirit, some people call it God. Um, but when we don't trust it, that's generally where we run off <laughs> the track. Um, Absolutely. I, and I love think, that. I know you're... that's scary. I know it's scary. And, I, and I, I hear people saying, like, oh, well, that's easier said than done. I, trust me, been there, done it. I trust that voice more than I trust my own voice <laughs> right now. And I have. <laughs> Relocated across country by myself with my husband, with with kids, the whole nine yards. Quit jobs, making great money. Uh, I mean, I've done it, and it it just works when you work it. <laughs>
0: well, I love that you that you brought in the spirituality of it because because yeah, I think there when we we're talking about accepting all of who we are, there are so many different aspects of this. We could think of. Like for me, when I think of it, I go back to when I was a kid and I didn't ex- accept certain um, physical, you know, parts of my body, um, you know, or there's yeah. our personality or our, our past. Maybe we don't accept our past for what it is and what it's, what it's mm-hmm. taught us or is trying to te- teach us. But then there's also our spiritual side. And I want to go back for a little bit. It sounds like yeah. when when you were younger, was there, I just want to make sure I understood this properly. So it. Is that, was there a part of you that didn't accept that you were hearing spirit when you were younger, and that you had that direct link where you were
1: oh, hearing it? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> not only did I, I not accept it, but um, the the um, ministry that, the religious sex, section that I was a part of really didn't accept it um, either fully. You know, or I'll say it this way: they didn't know how to nurture that gifting within oh, me. So beautiful reframe. Yeah, that, I love that. Yes, I, I had to reframe that because, you know, um, when you know better, you do better, my says says. Um, good, good job. So, <laughs> so in that regard, they they really didn't know at the time how to nurture my gifting. And I would say that's okay. Um, and I would say, looking back at it now, I'm glad it happened the way it needed to happen it happened because it had to happen that way. So I would say a lot of times with me, um, I felt like I was going crazy, quite honestly, because um, I went um, have dreams and then the next day they would come true and you know I kind of wrote it off to all oh, this deja vu and that was just coincidence or someone would be thinking something and I would answer them um, out loud even though they were saying it internally and they were like what huh how did you know that oh um, my goodness <laughs> yeah so I didn't go through enough of those experiences um, and then too I you know I was also seeing spirits and like angels and other entities and When you're young and don't have someone to direct you on that, that can be a super scary (laughs) uh, process. And at the beginning, you kind of say, okay, well, it's me. I'm going crazy. I watched a scary movie. But after it happens so consistently and you get confirmation after confirmation from different people, after a while, you're like, "Um, okay, maybe it's it's more to this story. So I would say absolutely. It it works so many different ways that um, I I just – and honestly, I don't know if it – Was me not accepting it as much as I didn't know what to do with it. And I didn't know where to Mm. place it. Um, And it's so interesting because I had this conversation actually last night with someone that called me up. And I'm in Texas right now. They're in California when they called. And we were having this exact same conversation. And one of the things they asked me was, well, how do you know? (laughs) Because, you know, it's easy to say, well, accept all of who you are. But if you don't know who you are, then how do you accept that which you don't know? And so one of the things I told her, I said, well, you know, look at it from one of two ways. I say one, um, what is it that fuels you? What is it that you find fulfillment in? What is it that you, don't, you think about all the time? Now, that's the traditional way of looking at it, right? Very stress-based way. I said a lot of us are not programmed to think in that way. So I will work with the, how we programmed ourselves in society, which is generally very negative. I said, go the negative route with me. What is it that makes you angry? What is it that you find frustration in? What, what are all the problems you see? When you go somewhere, what's the first thing you notice that's wrong and out of place? If you could tell me what those things are, you've just told me what problem you're meant to solve. That's it. Oh. Because you're not frustrated about something that you, you're not called to make a change to. When, right. Most people, when they go into a restaurant, they don't, they're not Really thinking about, oh, well, you know, they didn't get my food out in 90 seconds or less or the napkins are backwards or this, that, and the other because they're not restaurateurs. They're not chefs because that's not their calling. They don't see it. Um, The same thing, going into a mechanic shop and getting your oil changed. Most of us, self-included, we don't see all of the problems of the mechanic unless it starts to affect us, like they're running too late, because that's not our calling. Versus a right. mechanic would see everything <laughs> that could be better with the process. So I told her that, and she, a light bulb went up. She's like, "Oh no, that makes sense." I said, "Absolutely." So b- back to how I knew, I, you know, I was in church and I saw things um, in a different light. Things that I thought I could bring a level of change to uh, with people too, um, helping them in their life. It, it, those are the things that in areas that made me frustrated. <laughs> like, why aren't people getting this education, and why aren't people doing this and doing that? You no, know, consequently, that's what I do now. But that that was really born out of me seeing a frustration and not saying it was a negative thing, but it was something I was meant to solve.
0: Nice. Well, yeah. uh, what I so when you were talking <laughs> earlier about about when. You know how can we accept ourselves if we don't know who we are one of the things that came up is that if we're really struggling with something that maybe we haven't seen before like like it sounds like you didn't know anybody in your life when you were younger that had the same ability as you did is that correct
1: I, you know i didn't the first it's so funny because in our in the circles that i'm used to we would call them prophets, um and some okay. people call them different things depending on your um, cosmology that you come from But, um, no, honestly, the first person that I ever met that had that gifting, I was in college and I was easily 19 or 20 at this time. And I will never forget it because the first time I connected with that person, now, now, of course, I had seen things online. I I think this was maybe around when YouTube was just getting started. So I had the internet, so I was able to see it from that paradigm, but not in person, which is a completely different experience. Um... But as the first time I actually connected with someone that actually had that gifting, it, it was it just like it called to me. I was like, "That's it. I could put uh, I could put a face on it, a name on it. I was like, that's what I'm supposed to be doing right there.' Like, uh, maybe not in that same way, but you just know it. It's like someone that's born to be a chef, and then you see Gordon Ramsay <laughs> on television. Like, absolutely, I want to be crazy like him.
0: <laughs> right. Well, well, it's when we see someone else that. Like when we, so I mean, sorry, here so many thoughts at once that I start to just kind of go all over. No, it's it's okay. (laughs) It's like that's what can help about having a mentor. A mentor Mm -hmm. can, you know, who maybe can identify some of the things within ourselves that we have a hard time really, you know, defining or understanding. They can help us see ourselves um, for who we are, see our gifts. And it sounds like uh, maybe that person, whether they directly or indirectly, um, I don't know, did, did you ever connect with them personally and speak to them? You know,
1: actually, no, actually, we connected very personally. We were very, very good friends while I was okay. in, um, in college at the time. Um, and he played a very, very instrumental part in my life. Um, and then, of course, over the years, I've met lots of other people that have been just as instrumental. But um, it, to me, I call that process mirroring. Uh, very, and I would say mm-hmm. it's, it's also remembering. It's like looking, anyone that goes to the bathroom or wherever there's a mirror in your house and looks in, you see your reflection. So that's how it it was to me. When I saw him, it was a mirror reflecting me back to me. Um, And so I I say a lot of times, even when I work with my clients, I do a lot of mirror work in the sense of, um, I need to get you to experience it or have enough experiences where pictures come across your your spiritual eye, so to speak, to eventually you. see a picture or image and say, oh, that's it. Or that's closer to what I'm going for and thinking about. Um, and people do that different ways. Some people call it vision, vision boarding and um, yeah. just brain building, a lot of different things. Um, in psychology, they call it a lot of other aspects as well. It's, it's very interesting not to go too far off in this, but um, in, in the realm of psychology and biochemistry, when we're infants, we actually have a very strong trait in us. It's called mirror neurons. It's mirror neurons. People can look it yes. up. Um, and really what that does is, with um, babies, we see it very, very prominently, um, is that whatever energy that the child is around, the child mimics. So if the baby is around someone that's very frustrated or anxious, they have a parent that's really um, <laughs> really scared or whatever, they'll actually mirror that same energy. The neurons connect electronically and, you know, energetically, and the baby literally starts to carry on the traits of whoever they're around. Consequently, that works the other way, too. So if they're around a a peaceful, really calm parent, they will generally mirror that same thing. As we get older, that sense becomes a little bit more dull, physically speaking, but it does get heightened on a spiritual level. So I have found that it becomes really a really great tool to use with people that are trying to find their purpose. If they can see a mirror that it, they kind of shines a reflection back to them, they're able to find a, a greater clarity through the process. Uh, and that's where I, I love how you said it, you know, finding a mentor that can help you through that process and even finding a community to help, yes. you know, nurture that process in you. I think it's ab- absolutely the secondary process to people walking and knowing who they are yeah
0: absolutely well i love that you brought <laughs> in the mirror neurons and the neuroscience because i oh. know our brain our brains are plastic and there's that yes, whole concept are. of <laughs> yeah that whole, the whole concept of plasticity and so anything mm-hmm. we've learned up until you know at any point in our lives when we want to change it we can nothing is fixed we
1: can.
0: yeah absolutely absolutely well, we are. I'm. I'm loving this, Calvin. So thank you for being here.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I'm so happy to be here. I'm telling you, I, I have to always tell people like, listen. You know, you got to tell me to shut up when you want me to shut up because I will. <laughs> I will keep going and I will ride. <laughs> So this No, is my no, life and I love you're it. doing
0: fantastic, really? and I always, I take notes, so I'm taking notes, and um, I'm just, I'm loving this, so, so all those listening out there, you know, if you're tuning in and you want to say a little something to us right now, feel free to go to, you can go to my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Kim O'Neill coaching, and send me a little message, or, you know, go to Calvin's, um, send him an email at, um, Calvin, what's your email?
1: Yes. Oh, they can send me an email at info at calvinwitcher and um, if they're on Facebook too, they can hit me up on facebook.com dot com slash calvinwitcher. I'm always on, online. Probably too much, but um, yeah, it, I love that. So, absolutely, ask questions. Have any comments? Throw those out there. And um, yeah, I really love the whole process of accepting, knowing who you are, owning who you are, and I, I believe that. In everything we do, that's our one mission. Yes. It to, oh. And it's really interesting because um, I think our soul's journey is all about remembering who we are and owning who we are. And I believe that when we don't do that or we when we fail to do it to the fullness, that we have missing or broken pieces of even God itself. Ooh. Um and that's that's the interesting thing about even this process of spirituality is that every time that someone really shows who they are on a very masterful and meaningful level, we look at them in this awe and we reverence them. And we, it may not always be an idealizing idol, uh, process, but definitely inspirational. We look at people like Oprah or Beyonce or um, former President Barack Obama and. When we see people operating in their excellence and in, in their genius, it makes us want to strive to be that exact same thing. Um, yes. And I've, just my opinion, of course, but I believe that's because all of us are meant to be gods in our own right and in our own realm. Um, I believe that no one replaces the genius um, in which you are. Um, I, I've often said before I love Oprah, but if Oprah is in the room with me and I am teaching – I am I am the expert at that space. If I have the mic, I don't care who's in the room, um, because I do what I do absolutely, you know, and exquisitely well. Now, if I yes. go to her own studios, she's the boss apple <laughs> you know. Right. And then I will it, gladly say, you know what? She is excellent in what she does, and give honor to that. And so I think I, we don't do that enough. Um, yeah. With people, it's so fun. And I, I know a lot of this because, you know, psychology well, is coming. Calvin, I, I'm going to cut you ether. off here just
0: for a moment. We, we are. Um, yes. I, I love this. I want to just keep going, going. We're just going to take a commercial break, and then we'll yes. be back in about two minutes. I think it's like two minutes and 19 seconds or something. So for everyone listening, just hang right there <laughs> and stay with us. We'll be right back talking more about this us. and we'll more about back. self-acceptance and the work that Calvin's doing and all that. So stay right there. We'll be right back. No matter how your life looks today, your possibilities are endless. You deserve all the joy, peace, and excitement in life that you desire. Life doesn't come with a manual, and that's why personal coaching is so awesome. Moving forward is easier, creating a new reality for yourself, healing your mind and body. It's all possible. Visit KimOnealCoaching.com today to learn more and schedule your free consultation.
1: What books are you reading? Are you ready for a must-read? Winner of the Inspirational Book of the Year Award and International
0: bestsellers, Dare to Dream, This Life Counts by Debbie Dashinger, as well
1: as the acclaimed Wisdom to Success, The Surefire Secrets to Accomplish All Your Dreams. Buy the books from Amazon today. U.S. Book Review and Writer's Digest said these are critics' picks by Debbie Dashinger, Dare to Dream, and Wisdom to Success, contain gems to live your life by.
0: Sometimes we wish we could practically do nothing and still feel better. Guess what? You kind of can. When you schedule a Reiki or guided meditation session, you can just be and receive and allow the energy to shift. There's relief. These energy sessions can be done alone or combined with a coaching session. Find out more at Kim and click on the energy work tab. Do you have a published book that never reached its bestseller potential? Are you working on a book or ebook you hope to publish soon? Do you have a book locked inside waiting to release your message to the world? Go to
1: mybestsellerbook.com. My Bestseller Book will launch your book to a guaranteed bestseller status. Learn more at mybestsellerbook.com.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Every Day is a New Day. I'm your host, Kim O'Neill, and we have got the awesome Calvin Witcher on today's show. And we are just talking all about self-acceptance, accepting all of who you are, all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. Your, your physical appearance, your spiritual self, your personality, all your quirks, your past, anything you might consider to be a failure, which I don't think are really ever failures. What about your present? <laughs> Accepting your present and and really just, just, you know, how the more you accept it, the more you can stand solid in who you are. And so right before the break, Calvin, you were talking I feel like you were talking about that. You were talking about if you're giving a presentation and Oprah's in the room, well, that's your floor. Like, you are the expert there. And to me, that's, that's all about just standing firm in who you are and owning
1: it. It is, absolutely. And, um, and again, that's with all due respect for all of the gurus and experts and leaders that um, grace our, our earth. Um, but a lot of people just don't own that power of who they are, um, yeah. more. There's nothing noble and humble about you being less than God in your space. There's, yes. there's just not. Yes. Period.
0: Okay. And- <laughs> I, 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 have friend, I had a <laughs> friend, let me bring something up. I had a friend <laughs> recently ask me cause we were sort of talking uh, about this subject and he said, well, now what do you mean when you say, you know, that I am powerful Like, you know, what do you mean by that? And I was like, oh my gosh, I never considered that that wouldn't quite be clear what that means to stand in your power. If someone were to ask you that, Calvin, how would you answer that?
1: You know, I, it's so interesting uh, to stand in your power. At that time, I I am the answer to whatever shows up in the room. That's generally how I interpret that. And, And I interpret that from the standpoint of, When many people are praying to God or the universe or whatever, the reality is if God or when God is answering you, he is answering you through another person. Most people do not claim that the skies opened up and the voice came down from heaven and God spoke to them. They claim that something happened. Someone did it. So in that regard, it was a person. So I very much picture myself at that space and at that time being a vessel to be used, to be a servant, to to the energy that's needed, to be the answer to a question, to be the solution to a problem that's present, Um, and to do anything less is a disservice to myself. My gifting is a disservice to the people that came um, in that space, and it's absolutely a disservice to the greater community uh, we call life. So absolutely, I am meant to do that in my space, and consequently, all the people are meant to do that as well. And when you don't, potentially you are denying someone an answer to a prayer they've been praying and that is unacceptable. You need to walk in your power. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so one of the questions that I want to throw out there is how do we know, you know, as we talk about this subject, someone might be asking themselves, well, how do I know if I'm not accepting myself? And my my immediate answer to that, actually, I'm going to let you answer that first. What, what, how would you answer that? How do you know if you're not accepting yourself?
1: You know, I view it with the easy answer to that is when you are accepting yourself, then it flows. It, it flows and it flows to other people and other people are able to receive it. Um, and when you don't accept yourself, It flows or it reverses the flow back into you. So here's a good way to look at it or a good analogy. It's like a kitchen sink or any kind of sink that gets stopped up. Well, if you're at a sink and you turn on the faucet and there's water coming out of it, the water is meant to flow and it goes down the drain. Now, if it starts to back up and you start to see the water and it fills up, then there's a problem. That that water is meant to go down the drain. So I view spiritual giftings and you know, operating in that space, very much like that. When I'm operating in my gifting, it goes out, it flows, and it goes to other people, and other people receive it. And then I have the benefit of that. But when I am holding back and all I'm thinking about is, oh, I need to use my gift, and why am I not using my gift, and why are people not receiving my gift, and all I'm thinking about is my gift, that's a sign to me that I'm not in flow. It, yeah, so something, really so, so something
0: would be blocking it or resisting something it. Something is blocking it. Yeah.
1: Because it's too much in my mind frame. It's like that water backing up. It's like my gift is backing up and all I can think about is the gift. So a lot of times people are – if people are still asking themselves, what is my gift in? Why am I not doing this? It's, it literally, you are just not doing it. That's really the only answer to getting out of the problem. You've got to yeah. just work. There's no other solution. you got to do it.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of times where the blocks come in is we, well, here's, so here's how I would answer the question. How do we know if we aren't accepting ourselves? We know by the judgments that we have or make about other people.
1: Absolutely. And,
0: and of course that can only, you know, that's, that's only one way, but I feel like that's a real easy way to know immediately because Anytime we make an assumption or a conclusion, or we lump, you know, another person in with a group of individuals and stereotype, we place a label on them. Then that right there, the fact that we are able to do that with them tells us immediately we're doing it with ourselves. And
1: I love that. Yeah.
0: When we're yeah, when we're really judging it's, ourselves, it's like... then go ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: No, no, no yeah. Listen, you made me think of something. It was really good. But go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Okay, don't forget. Um, and just, just that, yeah. Any of those, you know, judgments we make about other people, and sometimes we don't even know, we don't even realize we're doing it. So that's the thing, too. This doesn't have to be maliciously done. You know, you you might flat out know you're doing it, or you may not. You you may be unaware. And if you think you have some of that going on, you can simply just ask, you know, ask to be shown. Um, For me, lately, I I tend to, yeah, you know, talk to the angels. And so I'll say, angels, show me, you know, show me, um, show me where my limiting beliefs are, or, you know, show me what judgments I might have. And, and trust and know you will be shown. You'll have an experience and all of a sudden, ah, there we go. There it is. And the more that we start to accept ourselves. You know, we don't, we don't have to start by accepting others. Just start by accepting yourself. And the more you do that, the easier it's going to be to accept others and those around you. There's not going to be, um, friction that you may have felt previously. So that's Mm. how I would answer that question.
1: Oh, no, I love that answer. It's, It's really great. You, um, you made me think of the comment that a lot of people will say, which is someone should do something about that. And then my reply is, you are that somebody. That's a judgment. If you have a judgment, and again, represent even what I said earlier about when you see problems. If you see a problem, you clearly know a potential answer or a solution. Why are you not doing it? So that's a clear indication that, yeah, you're not operating in your own gifting. And you want someone else to do it for you because you have that judgment that someone, and I, love, I love how you said it. When you start inviting other people <laughs> to solve the problem. Yes. That's a clear indication that you're just not doing it yourself.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, he, just hearing you talk on that made me think about some things. I'm like, uh Oh, so there, you know, it's like anytime there's something that we have a complaint about it's because it, you talked about it earlier, right? any, any, Anything that frustrates us, well, that's because you're there to solve it. And there have def- <laughs> definitely been times in my life where I've seen that and I go, oh, that's why I'm here. I'm here to, I'm here to, you know, be the bridge between this and that. I'm here to, to smooth something over or solve something. But there have been t- some times where it's like I feel like I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. And, you know, what I'm doing, I, I'm doing as much as I know to do in a moment, any given moment. And I feel like it's not enough. Um, mm mm-hmm. And, uh, Calvin, do you Mm. want to, you have some thoughts on that? You're a coach. This is something I I need to work through.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you feel like you're not enough. What do you, what do you mean by that?
0: Oh, goodness. I don't know if I really want to get into
1: this. Um, Oh, no, we're we're already there. It's kind of too late. (laughs) You know what? You know what? Here's, here's the, when I often hear that, um, statement i'm not enough um it's really another call that ex- expresses that i haven't been enough enough in different areas of my life mm-hmm. i haven't been expressing enough i haven't had times of validation uh, i don't really know where i am significant and where i mm-hmm. where home is we mentioned that earlier mm. um <laughs> and i would say that's generally the really the root with i don't know if i'm enough um and i would say a lot of it is really comparison and that's the challenge with you know this society right now that we have a a lot of comparisons that we can make with ourselves and with our calling our purpose in life and you know we you know you can't be a life coach these days without being compared to tony robbins (laughs) um you can't be a tv host without being compared to oprah you can't be A spiritual leader without being compared to, you know, Eckhart Tolle or Deepak Chopra. Um, And that tends to be the standard versus the standard of your own soul's excellence. So even, like, with you, it's one of those things, like, what do you do extremely well? Like, no one else can do it quite like you. Uh, And I will say just owning that process more. And I will you say a lot what? of that comes in conversation. It, it's an interesting thing, but it's not necessarily a doing as it is very much a saying. Like literally um, looking in the mirror and saying, I'm just like fucking awesome. Oh, I don't know if I can say this on the radio, but I guess I did. Too late. late it's better. okay. It's all it's good. It's too late. You know, just I am freaking awesome. I am freaking awesome. I, You know, I am the best at what I do. There is no one that does what I do, how I do it. You know, I affect millions of people for positive change. And just really owning that space, you know, every time that I have a radio show, you know, lives are going to be changed. It's really almost a level of self-therapy, a self-talk. That, oh, like
0: my- calvin thank you so much you know what i actually was not even looking at it from that angle but i appreciate you bringing that up because that actually resonates with something else that i was recently told and i won't get into <laughs> it but I, I appreciate you saying
1: that we'll so, take that one was, offline
0: <laughs> yeah i think it was a sign yes and yeah see so you you hit it on the nose and i appreciate i appreciate you taking time to do that little mini coaching there well yeah. okay calvin tell me more about Tell me more about the work you do. Clearly, you're able to do some laser coaching in like two minutes, so you're really good at that. Um, tell me more about all the stuff that you're doing.
1: Oh, you know, it's a fun time right now. I um, recently just relocated here to Dallas, Texas, and um, <laughs> has been here a little over a month at the time of this um, show. And so a lot of right. My- Right now, what's happening is restructuring and transition, like we mentioned earlier. Um, I still have wonderful clients that I'm working with, one-on-one, and that's beautiful and um, going well. Um, I am in the process of you know, lead, being led by spirit, <laughs> as far as possibly a, a spiritual gathering of, of sorts here. But um, however way that really manifests, it'll definitely be from a place of helping to heal people from um, past or present hurt, um, there are some bigger goals out there as well. We're going to be unveiling that very, very soon, um, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, um, with a bigger vision of what we're doing as a, a ministry and as a movement. Okay. Um, I will say I'm writing more books. <laughs> um, I have, what, four books right now, one co-authored book, I guess for five total. Um, I'm working on another one. And, um, yeah, I'm planning on doing some other online training, more in a group setting side of things, really helping people step into um, their authentic self. And I I know we throw that term around so often. I I even thought about it myself as soon as I said it. But, um, yeah, I think there's a call to people really stepping into their godhood if you will, and I want to um, and will be helping lead that charge with people uh, like yourself that have a message and a mission out there and really saying, listen, you know what? There's someone that's watching this radio show right now or watching and listening um, or will be. That's the beauty about the Internet. I love it. That um, when whenever they are listening to this show, um, they're going to be in a place in their life that it's interesting and unique, and you've said something, I've said something, or you will say something, uh, and it's going to completely, radically change their life, and that is yeah. a legacy moment. It's a destiny mm-hmm. moment. That's This radio show will outlive you, my dear. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank and you. And long after you have changed, you know, earth forms. <laughs> Uh, Of forms that, in general, it will still be affecting other people's life, and I think that's the mindset I want to really get into people um, moving forward with any product that comes out with me that says, "Listen, everything you're doing now is affecting something then, and that is to be taken with the highest degree of thought um, every step that we make, and it's not just you know to have people anxious and what am I going to do, but." It is to say that everything has meaning. And since yeah. it has meaning, let it be meaningful.
0: I love that. Well, you know, I'm yeah. looking at your website, and yes, he Calvin has some great books. He's got the Five-Step Relationship Blueprint, which you can get free on his website right now. He's got mm-hmm. 150 Days of Peace. Peace, meaning P-E-A-C-E, a devotional and journal. He's also got Parenting with Pieces, and that's P-I-E-C-E-S, Parenting as a, a Catalyst piece. for <laughs> Personal Growth. What was
1: that? There's a lot of pieces in there.
0: <laughs> I know, a lot of pieces. Well, and I'm amazed because by all the things that you're doing, you have a full family, and I'm just like, wow, he's 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 doing it all, juggling all the pieces right now. It's great job.
1: Well, yes, yes. And I've got another—yeah, actually, I have one other book coming out— um, It's actually already finished. I'm just waiting for um, some proofs back. It's it's Peace 101. Um, It's going to be actually the first book in a series of books that I'm doing. I'm calling the Spiritual Living Series. Um, And it's going to be helping people with the really foundational spiritual blocks, um, which are really life blocks, you know, things like peace and joy and happiness and relationships. Um, So it's going to be a series of books. I've actually got a, a course, a video course coming out with that. Um, Peace book as well that's going to be out very very soon, probably in the next week or so. so yeah, we've got a lot of stuff that's planning and out there and coming forth, so we're excited about that and and you're right um we're we're juggling a lot of pieces right now, so thank God for Starbucks.
0: Oh yes, I hear you on that one. Um, Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, my my coffee maker actually broke this week, so I've been drinking tons of tea. So right now for me, it's thank you for tons of tea. But um, you know what, Calvin, I I just I really love your energy, and I love what you are coming forth with to talk about the spirituality, the you know moving forward with just, you know, life coaching and, and all the elements of that, helping people, serving people in that way. And this topic in particular, we've, I mean, we really have just scratched the surface of it. And I've, but I've really enjoyed this conversation with you. I think that accepting who we are, you know, one of the perspectives that I've taken on more so these days is that, wow, it's such a privilege to be here on earth As a spiritual being in a physical body, like, I just... Mm. I have these moments when I'm driving and I just go, wow, like I get to be here and it hasn't always been pleasant, but wow, those things taught me, you know, new things about myself and about others and about the world and how things are working that serve me so that I can continue to move forward in my own life and do what I came down here to do. And I feel like at the root of all that, the basis of all that, the foundation is first accepting who I am and you know what I've come here with. You know, in in this lifetime I'm a five foot three, you know, Caucasian <laughs> girl with brown hair. <laughs> and and there are parts of me I haven't always loved, but I've come to grow to love them and see how just that experience of moving from where I was to where I am, how it serves what's coming next. And so I just, you know, I wanted to talk about this subject with someone like you who I knew was going to have a lot to share on the subject to help anyone out there who may be struggling with any aspect of their life. Um, Because, you know, this, this can show up in different ways. So, I just hope that anyone listening who might be struggling <laughs> with this, you're going to take some time to to love yourself, to if you need to seek out a mentor, maybe find a coach, um, you know, do ask, just ask, simply ask for information so that you can come to that place of accepting who you are, because who you are right now in this moment with all your seeming imperfections is actually perfect. It's, there's nothing that's imperfect. It's all perfect as it is. So I just wanted to say all that. And, and Calvin, will you remind people again what the best way is for people to get in contact with
1: you? Yes, absolutely. It, um, they can reach me at calvinwicher.com, that's C a l b i n. W I T S N tom H E R dot com um, or facebook dot com slash calvin witcher that's um, either one's a great way to connect with me and I just want to say thank you again um, not just for having me um, on air with you because that's um, great and absolutely a privilege but just thank you for you know going through your own process of self discovery self-development, self-empowerment, because I just know that process is um, is work um, for people that do it. And so thank yeah. you for having the courage to do that. Thank you for expressing it, because um, I just know in the process of you expressing that even more, that you give other people encouragement and the courage to um, release their own self-rejection. Um, and that's mm-hmm. a powerful Thing. um So yeah, and it's so funny. You, we all talk about this, but the very thing that many of us hate or dislike in ourselves is also the thing that makes us uh, is our signature statements, our signature <laughs> yeah. things and quirks. And other people tend to absolutely love it. You know, I mean, you have your stuff, I have my stuff. I talk really fast. <laughs> if, <laughs> if everyone hasn't already figured that out, I talk fast, but that's just me. <laughs> And you know, well, I love that you We all I have to that, own it Oh, go ahead No, just said we all have to own it I'm, I talk fast, you just gotta keep up <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know what?
1: Uh, <laughs> okay, I love that you just said
0: that By the way, you, you've you done great on this show Or maybe I'm just used to keeping up Because I think I, I have been told I talk fast a lot too
1: um, I'm working on it a little bit a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you did great. Well, you know what? Something that I have been told, and this has happened a few times for me, um, It's it's, and this actually goes back to – okay, I'm thinking of two different ones. I'm just going to choose one, um, but this was <laughs> – this, this is actually back to when I was younger and hadn't – I'd always been on this journey of self-discovery, but there are certain elements I hadn't really explored yet, and I had – a job interview, and this lady that I interviewed with, she actually really liked me. But the way for her to tell me that she liked me was, she said, and she was a Chinese lady, and she said, she said, um, I like you. You're plain. And I thought I'm plain. What does that mean? I'm plain. And I realized at the time that that was just the way that she was able to sort of categorize. You know, I, I this was a dental assisting job that I had interviewed for, and uh, you know, I didn't have the big gaudy hairsprayed hair, and I wasn't all done up with long fingernails or anything. You know what I mean? Like I just was. I was yes. just very simply. Uh, you know, I was. I was. I was. I was kept i was (laughs) well kept and um and and that was her way to describe me but in that moment i hadn't even really thought of myself in that you know as being a plain person or not plain person that i immediately and i didn't even mean to but i just sort of absorbed that and Mm. absorbed that plain nature and what i discovered over time is that i started becoming more and more and more plain. And then it would show up in other areas of my life. And eventually, I I realized what was going on. And I thought, who is this? Who am I? This is not even me. I'm not plain. <laughs> and <laughs> I had to claim who I am. And that's someone who's a lot more um, energetic and, and um, yes. not yeah so so i there's just another example of you know if maybe someone's called you something and you just sort of automatically were like oh i guess i am you get to choose you get to choose you can claim it or yes. not claim it it's up to you,
1: you no know, absolutely i love that story that is such a powerful story it's the same thing with me i my my mom talks really really fast i think a lot of people in my community probably talk fast um even though it's weird because all of us are from the country, and most country people to don't talk so fast. Not a stereotype. I love everyone. Um, disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> but, got it. Um, when I was younger, people would always say, you talk so fast, I don't understand what you're saying. And I think after a while, um, that psychologically just got into me, and so I stopped talking for a long period of time. Um, and there are some other dynamics spiritually happening as well, learning how to guard my mouth and you know, things like that. But it's very interesting how you take on the personality of that which you're trying to to deny. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this whole concept of, you know, accepting who you are is really saying, can you accept that you chose to deny who you are and can you now choose to reclaim who you are once again?
0: Yes, yes, yes. And that's that's the key part of it is that accepting that – We chose to do that. We chose to accept something or we chose to deny something. It's not that the other person said it to us. It's not that they, you know, they, they didn't make us be something. We get to choose that other person. We can't control what they do or say. We get to choose what we claim for ourselves. And the more that we do that, then the more empowered and the easier it's going to be for us to stand in our power.
1: Right. Absolutely. And, and what people don't understand or th- what they're learning to understand is that just like you made a choice then, you have to constantly make a choice every time, you know, in yes. every other area that you're doing the exact same thing. So even with me, I, I talk loud. I talk fast. And sometimes I go on a little tangent. And sometimes when I'm talking, I'll just tell you, hey, this is a tangent, totally going to go off left field. I'll come back. But this is a tangent. You know, And I just own it because that's me. And a lot of people love that about me. They're like, yeah, we, we got you. You know, we're talking about nice. cookie sale and ice cream. We were talking about spirituality, but, yeah, we get it.
0: <laughs> there you go. Well, that reminds me of the quote, the Dr. Seuss quote, those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Your people, they're going to accept you. They're going to accept all of you. And um, sometimes it's, like you said, finding a community can be really helpful in helping us to accept ourselves.
1: At times. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness.
0: Calvin, so I seriously (laughs) like we could go on and on. I was for all those listening. I was telling Calvin at the break that technically we kind of don't have to end the show at the hour because there's right now not a show after this one. But um, we are going to go ahead and wrap it up. And I just I've thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you, Calvin. So thank you for being here today.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. And so, again, for everyone, to find out more about Calvin, you can go to CalvinWitcher.com. If you'd like to find out more about me, you can go to Coaching.com. And you can also find out more about the show just by going to BBSRadio.com forward slash every day is a new day. And, again, we are on iTunes. Woo, woo. So super excited about that. And you know what? We're going to have another show for you in Well, here's the thing. So we've got... This is a weekly show. Right now, we are doing uh, replays. We are doing replays about three times a month and then a new show on the fourth Wednesday of every month. And so just so you know that that's what's going on right now. But you can tune in weekly, and there may come a time when we're going to start to pick up and do more new shows. So for anyone listening, you're like, yeah, I love the show, Kim, but how come I keep hearing the same one, although this has been a fantastic show. And so I myself i'm gonna love to listen to this show again but for all those listening if you're wondering wait a second why where's the next new show that's the deal we're we're kind of spacing them out and uh so the next new show will be the fourth wednesday in april and i gotta wrap it up because i gotta go it's time to go and i just want to say thank you for being here everyone listening thank you to calvin and please 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 do what you can to accept yourself because Life will just be so much more joyful when when you when you can get to that space so with that said that is our show for today and I hope you have a wonderful day and until next time.